What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Coach K Woods, and welcome to Empowering Real Talk. This podcast is dedicated to dismantling negativity through raw, unfiltered conversations. We're going to dive into a wide array of topics from mental health awareness to personal entrepreneurial growth, financial literacy, and beyond. Our mission is to spark necessary dialogues that's going to drive positive change on both an individual and collective level. In order for us to grow individually and as a whole, these conversations are necessary. Make sure you are subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Be sure to rate and review each episode and we appreciate your support. Let's get started. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Empowering Real Talk. It is your girl, Coach K. Woods. Yes, I'm back with another dope session. Real quick, if you have not, make sure you are favoriting and rating and reviewing these podcast episodes. Listen, I cannot continue without your feedback, but most importantly, your support. So I definitely appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Hey, today's episode is going to be no different. Um, I have a special guest with me today. Um, He has been on the platform before, and I am definitely grateful to have him back. Mr. Norman, a great one. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's going on? What's going on? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for coming back to Empowering Real Talk. Um, It's been a little while for us, so I'm definitely uh, excited to get into these conversations today. How you been? How life been treating you? It's all good. Can't complain. Just ready to get back to it. Get back to it. I love to hear it. Love to hear it. So we have had conversation um, with regards to um, shadow work. Um, And, you know, we talk about a lot of things, but today's episode, we kind of want to dig into the hype of, quote, shadow work, um, the different opinions and views we've been hearing about, but most importantly, like digging deeper into why everybody feels the way they feel about this said shadow work. Um, so let me actually read you guys real quick what I read on Google what shadow work is. And although I have kind of a different view, um, but I want to read the base and we're going to kind of just take the topic from there. So shadow work, is working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts about yourself that we repress and hide from ourselves. Um, And I do agree with the definition, um, but I also agree that it's deeper tones to it. And what we have been finding is we see and hear a lot of people are saying that there are demonic ties to said shadow work. So, I kind of want to get your feedback on this, Mr. Norm, the great one. Um, I know that you have been um, very, very in-depth with regards to biblical um, references, biblical education, and I definitely want to get feedback from you with regards to that. Because first of all, do you feel, in your opinion, that shadow work is, quote, demonic? No, I don't think so at all because I mean, I don't think nothing, excuse me, demonic at all because at the end of the day, it's your story. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you live through, something that you've been through, or whatever like that. So, how can it be demonic? It's your past, it's your story. I mean, it's not like you're adding something into it or it's a horror story. Whatever you've been through is your story. I think, like, with these days and time, a lot of people would go away from their story 
just to create new story and new narrative. You can't change what you've been through. What you've been through, the family you're born and your parents, these things you can't change. But you can change from today and move forward. But I think a lot of people in our community get that thing where they make these stories up or try to change things that happen instead of embrace things that happen to you. Because here's the thing, everybody got a story. If you don't embrace what you've been through, you'll never know who you really are. Because a lot of people say they'll change the neighborhood they grew up and they'll change this. Why? Your story is your story. Yeah. Accept it. Absolutely. It's so many, it's so it's so much peace on the other side of acceptance. You have to accept things. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think sometimes what it, it actually boils down to what the thing said, you're wanting to regress, suppress. Um, you don't want to really deal with those type of things. So I feel like what I'm seeing, in my opinion, is I think a lot of people are using that certain things are demonic and not just shadow work itself. I think overall, a lot of times people use that something is demonic, satanic or something like that, because it is a justifiable way for them to not do the work that they need to heal or to thrive as a whole. Um, we get so caught up in the religious aspect of things that sometimes things aren't religious in nature. Um, you wanted to work on yourself um, although, you know, whatever you choose to accept as far as religious, spiritually or whatever else, it should not be, in my opinion, the main factor because you have to work on your, your inner self and your inner self involves you having to deal with some things that you might not have approved of. in your, like you said, going back to childhood, you know, I, I have gone through a lot in my childhood, you know, um, and I talk about it. I'm very transparent about it, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to allow that to let that to decide my future. And I think a lot of times we get stuck in that whole, you know, ritual. And also when it comes to therapy, people won't go to therapy because of this whole logic of shadow work being demonic. You know what I'm saying? Like we already as a culture are scared to go to therapy anyway. So it, the fact that we're throwing something else in now, it's like, oh, okay, that's another the thing to say, oh, well, I'm not going to therapy because I don't want to, I don't want to bring up the demonic things of my past. And I think that compare, comparing those two is where we fall short. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Because I just, um, you know, so I, I, I no, go oh, ahead. Absolutely. But I'm saying absolutely, because here's the thing, like you just say, you got a story. Everybody got a story because here's the thing. If you didn't went through what you went through, what would you be talking about now? You see what I'm saying? Everybody got a story. Everybody got a purpose. You know what I'm saying? If your story, you went to your story for your purpose to be doing what you do now. But see, the thing about it, everybody want to be comfortable. Everybody want to feel good. We in a feel good time in life. If you don't feel good, we ain't want no parts of it. Everybody want to feel good and do what we want to do. But you can't pick and choose if you're going to do the work to be better. It's difficult. Ain't nothing easy about being better. It ain't not going to come easy. You got the, you're going to have to peel back some layers and some stuff that you don't want to deal with. But I believe in moving forward. But at the end of the day, you got to go back to come forward. I don't care what nobody said. Yeah, and I and I definitely agree with that. Um, going back means having to face those traumas, having to face those things that you know we have suppressed throughout all of our lives. You know, and touching a sensitive subject, it can it involves everything. It involves molestation. It involves rape. It it can involve anything that you have experienced traumatically as a child, as an adult. Um, sometimes we think that we can just move on in a mentally healthy manner 
without really having to bring those things to the forefront. And me personally, I will say, and because I've experienced it, it's just not true. I can sit here and say that I'm going to move on all day, but until I really realized that I had to embrace everything that really traumatized me as a kid, like um, the fact that I grew up without a father, um, you know, the fact that, you know, I was almost raped at 18 years old, the fact that I was born in a federal penitentiary. I can sit here and act like all of those things didn't traumatic, you know, didn't affect me traumatically because I spent years suppressing that. But once I really brought things to the forefront, it's like, okay, now you know that these things did indeed affect you. So now you're able to identify that and move on. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the things that we've experienced. We're ashamed to admit the kind of stuff, right? But one thing that is not is demonic. And I really want people to stop throwing that word out there just because they don't want to deal with their own transgressions. Absolutely. But I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, um, you have to accept. There's so, many, so much peace on the other side of acceptance. Because here's mm -hmm. the thing. Life ain't fair. Faith ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? For the people that go to church and they know, faith ain't fair. You could be the best person in the world. Bad stuff happens to good people all the time. So at the end of the day, what you grow up with, your parents, whatever that is, is unfair. It's unfortunate. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every day you got an opportunity and a choice. You're going to be a victim or you're going to make better. And sometimes to get better, you got to get help or get an outside source or talk to somebody. And some people can work the things on themselves. But you have to know what's best for you. If you know you have an issue, get help. Go to somebody. It don't have to be a therapist or somebody, but it can be somebody close to you that you can work on things. But the thing about it, I, I wasn't going to go here this early in the conversation, but here's hey, the thing. Go there. Go there. We, we, get to that, we get to that point where I don't have this because God don't want me to have this. Or I don't feel like it's my time. When it's time for me to move out of this, God, let's stop lying, man. Stop lying. Hey. Stop putting all that on God, man. You ain't doing it because you don't want to do the work and you lazy. We sit here and then we'll get to the other point, the little favorite thing, or just pray about it. Man, come on, man. Come oh, on, yeah. Yeah. Come you on, know, man. that's you my biggest pet peeve. That is a <laughs> pet peeve of mine. As a person, I believe, and I, and I always have to say that because when I get to talking about this, people be like, oh, you're not a believer. I am a believer. However, I believe, I pray, I manifest, but baby, I put in the fucking work. Like I put in the work to continue to elevate myself because I want those blessings to continue to come through, not just for me, but for those around me. You know, um, we focus so much on us. I had to realize that myself, my purpose involves me being able to be emotionally effective to others, mentally healthy for others. Um, my purpose as a coach is to provide that. So I know that I have to continuously do the work. I'm not going to sit here and pray about it and then just sit on social media and scroll and share, share memes all day and share quotes <laughs> and think that I'm doing the work. You're not doing the work. You sitting on that couch, you crying and fussing, you still in toxic environments, you still in toxic situations, and you're wondering why things are not changing for you. You know why, but because you see society has normalized us not doing work, you know what I'm saying? You okay with it, but you still stuck. And a lot of people that are normalizing that behavior are still stuck and can't wonder why. And you know, we say it, faith without work is dead. And a lot of Absolutely. people don't take that, but they want to quote different things in the Bible. And I know, you know, we talk about this often. So you see that probably more than anybody as somebody that's actually yeah. studying the Bible and pursuing his doctorate, you know, in it. Like I, I need people to understand it's deeper than just reading a couple of scriptures. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know how that works, man. You know, um, people always gonna grab the scripture to back up what they're saying. You know, most people just say stuff, just say it, a bunch of cliches and scriptures and stuff. But at the end of the day, man, it also says study to show yourself approval, man. You have to study this thing, man. Um, but like we always say, to get better, you gotta want to get better, and you gotta see yourself out of the situation that you're in to be better. And back to what you said. A lot of the times we always all you hear these days is me, 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 me. But at some point, even in the Bible says you have to be selfless. Because everybody worry about me. As long as I'm good, what about everybody else? You have to be better, like you say, to help other people. But most people can't help nobody because they don't want to be better themselves. Mm -hmm. They toxic, they got stuff they going on. They want people, and even in the time we're living now, we want people to believe that we heal or believe that we're healthy instead of being healthy and being better. We want you to believe mm -hmm. that. Just because we go to church and roll on the floor and do a flip and pay $10, whatever you put in the bucket, that don't mean you're a healthy person. Mm, come on. You got more toxic people in church than anything else because they run to that like people, somebody getting high. That's just like a dopamine hit. They go there on Sunday. Then on Sunday, they got all the scriptures and the good stuff. Oh, the church was good. Oh, the, the, the pastor was really preaching. And Sunday afternoon, they ready to put on some sexy red and ready to shoot somebody and talk about this bee and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's just a lot of propaganda, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, why do you feel like that we are, um, that people belittle um, how they're choosing to heal? And why do you feel like, you know, it's different than what, you know, cause like, you know, again, you study this, you know what I'm saying? And I love that. So like, why do you believe that people go take the defense of belittling others who don't necessarily believe as they believe um, or heal how they feel they should be healing? I think like a lot of people, man, like we say, um, a lot of people got this persona. You know, we always want somebody to be, like I said before, to believe something that's not. If I can get you to believe that I'm healthy or get you to believe I'm rich or living a certain life, that's what they want. But at the same time, people always struggle and go through what they go through and says they don't get blessing it. God only going to bless who you are, not who you supposed to be on social media or who you try to play yourself to be. So many people got different people that they are. They'll be one person at work. They're a different person at church. They're, I'm the same person all around. That's how you got to right. be. But you got to do the work. And I think a lot of people don't want to accept it. They don't want to accept their story. That's what it boils down to. Regardless of what happened, Right, wrong, and different, it's still your story. You have yeah. to accept it. Your life ain't gonna get no better until you accept your story. I don't care yeah. what happened to you. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, and different. There's a lot Absolutely. of things that happened to people that was wrong, dead wrong. I can agree with that, but you still have to accept what happened to you. I'm not saying it's your fault, not right. telling it's not your fault. You yeah. had no control of what happened to you. But at yeah. the end of the day, and a lot of these things that happen is unfortunate, and how bad it seems. It's always a story at the end, because if you didn't go through some of the things that you're going through, where would you been today? See, everybody look at, oh, this happened to me. Cats be 50 and 60. Well, when I was five, my aunt tripped me up and <laughs> fell down, so I still don't like my aunt. Man, come on. Man. I mean, come on. And we have people that's grudgeful. We don't know how to let things go, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, too, we are fearful to let things go. Because, listen, we are the worst when it comes to judgment. Um, we judge people based off of a certain situation that somebody has gone through. So 
I can I can see why some people are fearful to embrace those things, but it doesn't change the fact that it has to happen. Um, my biggest quote, and I say this within my brand, is the journey is necessary. Nobody said that journey is going to be pretty. Nobody said it's going to be full of roses and great smelling perfume. That shit going to be ugly. It's going to smell like smell like horse shit. It's going to make you feel like you're ready to choke 25 people out in, on any given day. But it does not mean that it has to happen. And it takes me back to the fact of we have to learn how to start healing ourselves. Um, going back to the conversation of talking about the shadow work itself. Um, I think we really got into this conversation for the first time off camera or off the podcast because we actually seen that it's trending. It's a trending thing right now. Um, it's a trending thing on TikTok, but we both have had people approach us asking us about the journal part of things itself. Uh, me personally, as a coach, that's one of the biggest things that I advise my clients to do is to journal. I, when I began my journey, I wrote a, a, wrote a letter to self and that letter to self turned into six pages of me identifying every traumatic experience that I have gone through in my life. But you know what? I cried about that shit for three days straight. But once I cried, I knew it was time. It was time for me to open. So many doors opened up for me. Opportunities. My mental changed so much. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's where we fall short because everybody is ashamed. Everybody is scared of being judged by outside people. But that judgment is going to happen whether you are in your most mentally healthy spirit or not. Judgment is something that is going to happen regardless. And for those that will say, oh, I only worry about one judgment and that's God. Y'all lying to yourselves. Stop fronting. Because if you only was worried about that, you would not be capping on social media. You would not be trying to portray to everybody that you was just this mentally healthy, great spirited person when you across your bed crying every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want us to really fully start to identify that we are broken individuals so we can really start to begin the healing process. Absolutely. But you know, most people say ain't nothing wrong with them. No, <laughs> they say yeah. ain't nothing wrong with them. That I mean, part. they screw up and wrong. They tell you screwed up and down. They screw up and down. It ain't nothing wrong with them. There's always the next person. There's always somebody yeah. else. There's never them. Oh man, yeah. reflection of this. But I mean, so like you say, um, so with the journal part, so let's just if we take shadow work off the journal, you're still journaling. So that I mean we just, so Come we on. so it's the, so it become demonic because it says shadow. People journal all the time. So I mean mm -hmm. So you so when you're taking notes and you're studying this stuff, you're still journaling and writing stuff down. So the only reason why it now is demonic because it says shadow. Yeah. Yep. It's I mean, all about the that. wording. It's all about That's the it. wording. It's all That's about it. the wording. And like you said, you made a good point earlier when you said people pick and choose like the parts of scriptures. What do you feel like is the, the scripture that you feel like people spend the most and make it to to pacify them as far as like to making it about them. What do you feel like is one or the two like biggest scriptures that you could oh, just think off off the top of your head? Oh, man, we could stay all day on that because <laughs> that's a, that, that's a, a broad statement. But you know, you know the number one ones we got uh, that I hear a lot that only God can judge. You know, they only go only God can judge me. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they they run that in the hole. That's one of the biggest things when somebody doing what they want to do or feel how they want to feel, and even though it might, even though they know it ain't right. The first right. thing they say, only God can judge me. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biggest one that they run away with because people take scriptures and flip it all the time for their benefits, man. Mm -hmm. They always do. I mean, they'll flip it. They'll flip it so much, man. And there's another one 
when you go to church, they say, come as you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now they just out here, just they do whatever. They wear what they want to wear, say what they want to say. But there's a lot of stuff that they flip to benefit. Everybody want to feel good. So now we're in a feel-good stage. You can't say nothing to offend nobody. Everybody easily offended. But then everybody will go and grab that Bible and beat you with something. And they'll tell you one, one verse, but they don't drop down. It'd be like verse 35, but they don't go to 36 or 34 before that. They just go into one in between. And if somebody don't know, you'd be like, oh, damn, I might did say something wrong to that person. But that person done studied that, and they're just manipulating you because they've been in church longer. They've just been sitting out there listening to somebody say something. But then one of the two biggest things that they beat people with, because... You ain't supposed to be judging. And let's be honest. We all judge every day. Let's just be honest. If you don't judge do. your life, we do hey, it every day. It's in your nature. Yeah, it it's is. in your nature. It is. And, and that's the big, man. That, whew, I'm so glad you said that. Because, like, even if you're not judging somebody else, you have to make judgment calls for yourself every day. I have to make a judgment call on what type of part of the business I'm going to work on to still be effective for my business and to continue to grow my brand. Um, you know, you in corporate America, you have to make judgment calls on how you run routes. You know what I'm saying? Like how you want to do this. Like we judge every single day and I want people to stop saying that. I really want people to stop saying I'm not judging nobody. Yes, you are. What you're doing is you're suppressing that and you going behind the scenes, you gossiping in the group chats and stuff like that. Baby, that's judgment. Whether y'all want to believe it or not, just because you sharing it in a private group of your friends doesn't mean it's not judgment. Um, I, I judge all the time, you know, but I'm not judging you to belittle you. I'm not judging you to make you feel bad about things. I might be judging your motives. I might be judging your moves. But again, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily doing it from a bad space. I am very unapologetic in the words that I speak, how I talk and what I talk about, as we all know. So if I'm coming to you and I'm telling you, trust and believe it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of wanting to see you improve things. And you might not necessarily have to take everything I say, but understand that I'm not trying to be petty with you. You'll know when I'm being petty because I'm going to tell you I'm being petty. I'm not trying to be none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to really come to you from the outside looking in to say, hey, you know, um, I know we talked about ways to improve yourself. So this is, you know, me telling you as things that I feel like might be beneficial for you. You can take them how you want to take it, but once you get defensive, then, hey, you you judging yourself. That's your inner judgment that's fucking with you. It ain't got nothing to do with me. When y'all get defensive about conversations that y'all have, that is you judging yourself. You are your biggest critic. You are self-sabotaging yourself, and you taking it out on other people. And I really want y'all to really start focusing on doing that inner work. It's going to be ugly, folks. It's going to be ugly. Absolutely. But like you say, man, you should you should be able to have that conversation. There shouldn't be no backlash or nobody in their feelings. But these days and time, you can't even have a conversation, an honest conversation. Everybody on screen, be honest with me. Be honest with me. Don't lie to me. Oh, when you have an honest me, conversation, you might not ever hear from them again. You might yeah. get blocked or something. You don't know. If you have an honest conversation with somebody that they ask for, just tell me the truth. Like, yeah, you can't. Most people can't handle the truth. And it's not even about digging in nobody or belittle nobody, but it's just an honest conversation. Yeah. Everybody have to have a group of people in their life that they can have that conversation with. Like, yo, man, you're moving kind of funny, man. I don't know. You all right? Everything good with you? But if you're in a place where you're above reproach in every part of your life, 
you headed down a bad road because at the end of the day, nobody can say nothing to you. Man, mm -hmm. you finna be out here like a you finna be out here crazy about to crash out because at the end of the day, you got to have somebody that could come to you and be like, yo, man, something ain't right, man. You all right? But these yeah. days of time, you go to say that, they might go make a post about you. Everybody think they got the answer for somebody's <laughs> life. And you, you know, they go to school a little bit and read a book or something, they know everything. So, you know, everybody don't welcome conversation. You really can find out how close you and the person are when y'all had them conversation like that. That'll really tell a story because most people can't handle it. I don't mm -hmm. give a damn. Y'all been friends for 30 years. When yeah. you start to tell them that truth and stuff like that, people start falling off, man. They don't want to yeah. hear that. They but don't. If you, tell them, if you tell them how good they are and you're proud of them and let's go turn up or something, oh, man, you got a friend for life. <laughs> I love that you brought that up because that is a great point that I want people to understand. When you are beginning a healing process on any level, you've got to be okay with understanding that everybody might not be able to make it on the other side with you. Um, it's just the reality of it. And if you allow whoever to stay on that journey with you, how are you truly healing yourself? How are you truly on that journey when you know something is restricting you and you're not willing to let it go? You know, um, we've got to start letting the titles go. We've got to stop letting the expectations of other people um, stop trying to think that somebody else is you. You know, that's the biggest Absolutely. thing that I see, too, is, you know, uh, you wanting to the person to be you. If you on that journey, you might be on that journey by yourself. Everybody might not be ready to take that journey with you. And everybody's journeys are different and they do them at, at different times, you know. Um, so I think going back to the shadow work journal itself, um, I think that it is a great tool. Um, I think that it is a great resource. Um, it's a deep ass resource. And if that's something that you honestly are not ready for, then don't get it. But what I don't think it is, is demonic. Um, people bringing out their traumas and wanting to come into realization of the things that they need to break free from is not demonic. And I want people to stop saying that shit. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, um, at anything, man, you know, there's a lot of people out here that don't want people to heal and be better. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because if you, yes. if you heal and get better, you won't need certain things and do certain things, hang around certain people. A lot of people want you in your lowest form. They don't care. They, if do. they, look, they want you to be under them because they know once you start waking up and see things with a different lens, you might not have needs for them. People like for you to be a crutch and they, they want you to need them and believe in them. But once you start to study and understand things, you're like, man, these, these people are full of crap, man. They've been telling me all this stuff. I don't really need these people. Because once you start to understand things and get better with your life, a lot of things you start to question everything because a lot of people around you don't make sense for your life no more. A lot of things don't make sense for you. And you have to be comfortable, like you said, with that moving forward because you can't start working and expect things to be the same. Right. You're wasting your time because things going to oh. change and they're going to change fast. People going to change. People going to leave. Some people just going to fall off. I mean, you ain't got yep. to nobody. Just fall off themselves. But yep. that comes with that. But I think that's another reason to go back to the question you asked earlier, why a lot of people are scared to do it because they don't want to get that place, get to that place where they're losing people that they, these people you deal with every day. And then now, you know, you probably had five. Now you're down to one. Some people can't handle that, man. Hey, you definitely know that. You definitely know they can't handle it. Um, but as I said a minute ago, the journey is necessary, people. It has to happen. You are not going to begin a mentally healthy journey for yourself if you don't embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
and it's just the bottom line to it. Um, what would you like closing out here? What would you suggest as far as like any tips from yourself um, as someone who has, you know, taken a journey um, and actually, you know, pursuing your doctorate with everything and huge shout out to you for that. Um, best of luck with that. Um, but like, what do you recommend, you know, what tips and maybe even resources would you recommend to someone who's trying to like really begin that transformative journey? I mean, like I said it before and I'll say it again, man, you got to start with acceptance and being honest with yourself, man. You have to be honest and true to yourself and you have to do the work to figure out exactly who you are and what you really want out of life. Not where everybody else wants you to be and what you think you should be. You have to be honest with yourself and accept yourself. And once you start to be honest and accept yourself, everything will open up because a lot of people don't accept themselves and you have to accept it. There's so much peace on the other side of acceptance. If you want peace, you have to start with acceptance. And once you go from there, everything else will open up. You'd be surprised how many doors open up once you start accepting yourself, accepting your past, accepting things. When I say acceptance, I know somebody's going to be thinking I'm saying you selling it for this. That's not what I'm saying. So let me correct that right now before I get off here. <laughs> I am not telling you to accept that bad relationship, that bad whatever you got going on. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying... Let me make sure I'm clear. I am saying accept your past, accept things, not to say you're cool with it and, and, and that's what happened. Accept this for the peace of it and make peace with that and work to be better. That's what I'm saying. I'm not telling you to stay with drunk Tyrone that don't come home or wherever you are. I'm, even go I'm sorry. I'm not even going to do that, but that's not what I'm saying. Somebody going to listen to this and say, oh, he trying to tell us that we should settle. That's not what I'm saying. I say make peace with things and move forward. Do the work. Make sure you hear that. Because somebody's going to be listening. Oh, that dude that he had on that she had on there said we should just make peace and settle. That's not what I said. Man, I'm That's not what I said. But I'm going to leave that right there. <laughs> hey, I love it. But thank you for the clarification. You know I do, but Thank you for clarifying it for the listeners because you know people do pick and choose the words that they hear and they will turn it around and spin it into a whole nother topic. So Absolutely. Um, the acceptance of understanding that you cannot control everything, people. The acceptance of understanding that you can't change the past, people. The acceptance of understanding that you now are responsible, you were then, for how things were handled in life. But now you are 100% responsible for how things continue to go in your Absolutely. life. That Absolutely. acceptance, that acceptance, folks. So I definitely um, appreciate this conversation today. Um, y'all already know y'all can go on my store and get you some self-help resources, upgradedmindsets.shop. Um, there are a couple of different digital eBooks over there for you to download. Of course, you can grab the book from Havoc to Healing, 30 Days of Reconditioning, which is my personal journal as I began my transformative journey, y'all. And it's good, bad, and ugly in there. So um, definitely um, cop that as well. Mr. Norm, the great one, let them know where they can find you at. Oh, yeah. You can always follow me on my podcast, my platform, Norm, the great one, straight talk, and great music. Oh, yeah. By the way, get that book. It's a good book, a must read if you're trying to start your journey, man. Get that book. Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. All right, y'all, we're going to head out. But listen, the goal of this episode today was to give you a logic standpoint instead of you thinking that it's a demonic standpoint. 
You wanting to heal yourself is not demonic. You do whatever it takes for you. Your journey is your journey. Don't let nobody feed you anything different. Baby, it's going to be ugly, but that journey is necessary, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I definitely want y'all feedback after this episode. So make sure y'all comment. Let me know how y'all feel about it. Definitely give me some feedback. You know, we can bring it to the waves as well. If you're interested in being a guest on Empowering Real Talk, then definitely go to UpgradedMindsets.life and check the calendar. Get on the inquiry list so we can have a chat and see if you are a fit for the show. In the meantime, y'all have a phenomenal rest of your day. Stay dope. Stay empowered. Until next time, baby. Peace.